0: okay, I did something scary and quite uncomfortable and I've lived to talk about it. Here we go. This episode today is really special. This was my first live podcast recording that I did at a women's event that I held in January. And I'm really excited to share this because the topic is about daydreaming. And if you don't know what daydreaming means, I'm going to explain it during the live recording that you get to listen to right after this. But it's really about, you know, what's that thing on your heart? What's that nudge? What's that idea, that big magical idea that keeps swirling around your head and you can't let it go and it's good and an exciting and it's fun and it's exhilarating yet you're scared so much. What is it? We all have something roaming around our heads, I believe. And that's what this event was all about, was really to help people tap into that inner guidance system within us. And I wanted to help them, you know, just step into it, take one step towards that big daydream. And so with that, I hope you enjoy this live podcast recording from my Daydreaming Women event. Welcome to the High Vibes podcast. I'm Binu, your host. My goal with every episode is to leave you feeling better, shining your light a little bit brighter than before you press play. Let's dive in. I'm really excited to have you here and have you part of my daydream. And so why did I call this daydreaming women? So there's a few reasons, is whether you say it's your intuitive power, your superpower, it's our big magical ideas that come to us, it's our soul's purpose, whatever you call it, there was something about this song, Daydream, that came into my life about a year ago. And I am going to play it for all of you and I'm going to read you some of the lyrics because I actually hear such a spiritual part within that song. And it was like some young girl that I think was on America's Got Talent or The Voice. And if you watch her video, you'll likely cry like I did. And there's a message in there that is so deep to me. And it is that are we trusting? that part of us inside that for some of us, the voice is really, really dimmed because of our upbringing, because of society, right? The other part of the daydreaming is because I coach so many young teenagers in the pandemic. Um, I have a research background. I don't know if many people know that. So my previous to coaching, I taught fitness and previous to fitness, I worked in pharmaceutical companies doing the data analysis. I was in a cubicle, um, I think we all have a story at some point where the stress got too high with three kids in tow, and I was like, what am I doing? I'm sitting in a cubicle, and I have these big dreams, even though I didn't know what the dreams were. I just wanted to to change the world, right? Like, I think many of us just want world peace. Like, literally, I'd walk around like, I want world peace, but I don't know what that means, right? Um, some of you do know that I lost my mom when I was 20. She was 47 and i always said from that before i even understood the spiritual significance of you know learning lessons from everything hard that happens in life i remember after she passed away i had this thing in me is like i have to teach women to speak up right that was like this mission that started i was in university so the mission was like back here right and anybody would ask me like what do you do i'm like i don't know i'm just really passionate about getting women to speak up because my mom was that that subservient wife that was quiet coming from India and she didn't speak up and part of, you know, I wish I could have changed her cancer journey, but a lot of what I've learned is she had gut problems that she never complained about. So like she didn't complain, but she also didn't get seen. Right. She didn't go to the doctor because she was focused on us for so long. Right. And so with that, I still have that. When people ask me, why are you doing this? I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, it's to help women speak up, right? Speak up, but actually speak up in that loving, soulful way for what's right for us. And that to me is create the daydream, right? Whether you say dreaming or daydream, there's something roaming in our heads. Some of you have made it a business. Some of you have stepped out and showed up here because you had a desire to meet other women who are spiritual and high vibe, and you want to have more meaningful conversation than what's your favorite coffee shop. No dig to the coffee people here, right? We love coffee, right? I don't know. I was just trying to make that up. (laughs) Um, The other thing about daydreaming, go back to what uh, I experienced with my research in my head through the pandemic is, and, you know, as a researcher, it's like my husband will say, well, you can't say that, Binu, because you don't have a randomized control trial. (laughs) I can't, but when it's 100%, every teenager and so i'm going to give you a number maybe i coached 30 teenagers i'm just going to throw that number maybe it was 40 in the pandemic some of it was one session some of it was a year's worth i saw a pattern that's where i was starting to question like what's going on these kids had labels they had diagnoses right and for some of them the diagnoses were real and for some of them it's because they were told to quiet down, not be themselves, and you know they can't focus. You know their mind is elsewhere; they're not paying attention. And I'd always ask them, like, so when you're when you're daydreaming, or when you're no, I would say, like, so when you're not paying attention, we're not doing that thing you're supposed to be doing. That you're beating yourself up about, and now the label tells you that there's something wrong with you. Like, what are you doing in your head? Every one of them told me the story of daydreaming, right? And the one guy that I tell you has like, is the story I'm going to tell you is like dealt with so much anxiety and all the rest for years and years, and years, wonderful guy. And I asked him the same question and he says, like, I'm busy daydreaming. I'm like, what are you daydreaming about? And this part makes me, almost makes me cry. Like he wants to write a screenplay one day, a screenplay. Like I was like, what, right? So I know creativity, is spirituality, spirituality is creativity, right? that daydreaming, he has an expansive mind. Him and all these other kids that I was working with, their mind is expansive. Some of them were told they were too much, too loud, right? Not paying attention, not focused, whatever. And so that just got me thinking like, what is this? What is this? And then that song Daydream came. And that's why like all the things were linking to, all the dots were connecting. I always say sometimes, you know, I think as a hypnotist, like we call ourselves dot connectors, right? Like. It's like all the subconscious things that have been programmed, not realizing what's been programmed. So this is for you all here that are here live with me to sit and think like, what has been programmed? What is the thing roaming in my head? The fear, the lack, the lack of confidence, the doubt, right? Because I get it too, right? I, I feel very confident that you're all here and now you've all shared. But before I put those tickets on, on sale, and I've already done this event one time before, beginning of January, I'm like, who's going to come? Is anyone gonna come, right? Does anybody wanna come? Did the ladies last time really enjoy themselves? They said they did, but, right? So I just want you to see, as confident as I am with what I'm doing, it's so interesting how that mindset comes in. Doing something new, stepping out of my comfort zone. Oh, now it's January. That was different, that was November. (laughs) Now people wanna hibernate. Maybe they don't wanna come, right? Or the people that came last time, maybe they wanna come again, right? Because they have already come once, right? So thank you to those who've come twice. so it's interesting. So pay attention to that because I always say to people, that's not real. That that's false. If it's negative, fear, doubt, it's imposter syndrome is a big thing people say. It's not real. It's actually just been programmed because we weren't born like this. Imagine how you were born. And those of you that have kids, right, we could probably see our kids in this. Like I still remember my son in that Spider-Man like costume, Halloween costume when it wasn't Halloween, right? Like running around the house like he rules the world, right? And my girls in the typical princess dresses with their purse and their high heels, like, like, true, authentic beings, where nobody had gotten to them yet. (laughs) Right? It's the truth, right? And so that is actually who we all are. Like, I look out at all of you, it's like, you all have this beautiful heart and soul and this and this entity inside of you, this essence that is trying to come up to your mind. So I call it your divine mind. It's like your intuition. I saw this online the other day. Your intuition is the bridge between your soul wisdom and your head. So it's actually, I haven't thought, it's like it's the vehicle to get up here so that your intuitive mind now tells you something good, loving, beautiful, truth, right? So notice that because I used to think like the leaders that I used to see when I was in network marketing and I would go and they would be so perfect. And then I would have dinner beside this woman and she'd tell me about her whole anxiety story. I'm like, okay, so you're actually real, right? Right? You're just able, you've practiced enough, you followed that thing within you, but you've done it scared. And she was probably scared to get up on that stage, but she did it anyway. So all I saw was the perfect being delivering her talk, right? So. That's what I really want to show. It doesn't matter where you are in your life. I want you to follow that daydream because there's something floating in all your heads right now. I can see you all nodding, right? Yes, right? We all have something. And some of you might be like, no, I don't have anything. I think it just hasn't come up yet, right? So even right now, as I'm talking, I like doing meditation with our eyes open. It's like, move that conscious thoughts aside, move all the conscious thoughts aside, and let that daydream, is it in your back pocket? Is it, is it you know, behind you? Let it come forward and just let it sit there for a while. Okay? I wanna read this um, daydream song first and then we're gonna play it because I really want you to hear the song because there's something so soulful about it. So the beginning part of this song called Daydream goes like this. When we were kids in the backyard playing astronauts playing astronauts and rock stars. No one told us to stop it, called us realistic, then suddenly you're 18, go to college for your plan B, what you want is too risky, live for weekends and whiskey. So scared of failure that we fail to try, turning around before the finish line, go to fall for a minute before you can fly. We all got these big ideas. One day they're replaced with fears. How did we get here? Darling, don't quit your daydream. It's your life that you're making. It ain't big enough if it isn't. If it doesn't scare the hell out of you. If it makes you nervous, it's probably worth it. Why save it for sleep when you could be living your daydream? So, Colleen, if you can just play that first two verses. Ladies, feel free to close your eyes if you want.
1: we kids in the backyard Playing astronauts and rock stars No one told us to stop it. Called us unrealistic. And suddenly you're 18. Go to college for your plan B. What you want is too risky. Live for weekends and whiskey. We all got these big ideas. One day they're replaced with fear. How did we get here? darling don't quit your daydream it's your life that you're making it ain't big enough if it doesn't scare the hell out of you if it makes you nervous it's probably worth it why save it for sleep when you could be living your day
0: thank you live in your daydream Is that powerful? I think that I got some of you. I forgot the Kleenex box. (laughs) I did. (sighs) So stories, because I love storytelling. And, you know, some people might think like, okay, how do I how do I do that? What does this mean? Like, it doesn't have to be this giant thing. Doesn't have to be in this giant business adventure that you make a million bucks with. Right. To me, living the daydream is like, what is showing up now? And I was trying to think of three things that actually had happened in my life. And I tell the story with the hope that you see yourself through my story. Brenda's the one example that I told you earlier, when she started her podcast, I don't think I'd told anybody, but I'd been thinking about it for three years. But I was scared shitless. Like I was like, first, who the heck wants to listen to me? Like, I think it's so funny sometimes when I think of that. And then I hear like Lynn say that she's like secretly listening to me, right? It's like (laughs) fills my soul. But it's like i had that doubt but it was something that just kept coming i kept seeing myself like daydream not when i'm sleeping i kept seeing myself like i'd see all these other people doing their podcasts and i could see myself doing that but i didn't know where to go i don't know how to use a studio that just seems like stressful because if you know me well enough ease and flow is the way through if it's too hard i don't do it right because it's like if it, if it causes me too too much stress hard is okay because i i I get to do hard things right but that was the one thing so brenda invited me to be on her podcast for an episode and we went to the staples studio and i got to put the suit on like that's another thing when you have a daydream and so like, how do you step into that put the suit on like literally we went in the little cubicle headphones microphones all the professional equipment and it was her podcast so i didn't have to do anything um so i just had to show up but there was something about stepping into that then it became more real so it's like then I followed the breadcrumbs for the next thing right and then I was talking to somebody else and talking to somebody else and then it felt real then I was like okay it's time and it was that step to call Stacy my producer hello Stacy hello Stacy it's so funny I'm like hello Stacy she likes it when we say hello can we just do that for her right hopefully I come every one two three you're gonna say hello Stacy one two three Hello, Stacy. <laughs> so when she gets this, she always like, I love that, right? So I stepped into it, right? And I didn't know what I was doing. And Stacey helped me and Brenda helped me so much. So I had the help. I asked for help. I think a lot of people say that, like I'm afraid to ask for help. But I knew if I really wanted to do, and I was being pulled, right? I think most of you know that, that pull, that nudge, follow that. And maybe today's the moment, the line draw on the stand moment where you're like, I haven't been listening to that. Even as someone super intuitive and spiritual, I don't listen to it all because it's like, oh my gosh, I'll be so overwhelmed, my kids need me, right? Like, I can only do so much at a time, or, you know, I'll do that next year, right? The other example I have is actually why we're here today. And um, Christina and Maria are two friends that I've met who both were sick, so they weren't able to make it today. They run uh, um, two things. They they run the social snippet out of uh, Kitchener. They're online, they're like a social media agency. And, and these two women, you know, I'm going to say this because I'm in my 50s, like I think they're 29 and 30. Like they blow my mind as these two young women that are just jumping in. And so they also started a, a group called High Vibe Women. And anybody who was following me on Instagram last week, I was at their event last Saturday. I'm so grateful that like a lot of us were going to Arizona and California for these conferences because we follow some of these same leaders. And at one point, Christina was there and she looked beside her. And the lady beside her was from Nova Scotia and the lady on this side was from Alberta. And she's like, why are we meeting in Arizona? Why don't we just like meet in Toronto? But somebody needed to start it. So they started and they're doing it in Kitchener, which is better than going to Toronto, right? For me. So I went to her uh, luncheon event, it was a networking event last September in Burlington cause it was close. And I didn't know anybody except, I think, one person. And I actually, when I stood up to introduce myself, I started crying because I actually hadn't been to a women's networking event. It's so interesting. At the end of that event, it's like my confidence went up. I met all these women that were just like me, doing business like me, authentically, intuitively. And I was like, where have you been all my life? Maybe some of you have thought about this today, right? And I was there and I thought to myself, and they were all younger, a little bit younger than me, right? A little bit younger, 30s. And I thought to myself, you know, there's a few 50-year-olds. I think there was one 60-year-old. And I went to something else last weekend and there was a lady who was 69 who's running her design business. And I'm like, hallelujah, like, I love you. And so it's interesting. I just had this in me that daydream started at that event. And I thought, I want to do this. And so those that don't know me, I used to run, I ran a few events uh, post-pandemic, pre-pandemic with a girlfriend of mine. We'd go to these self-development conferences and then we'd come back and we'd like, we have to teach people this stuff, like these coaching things. So we ran a couple small events and I wanted to do more. And then pandemic hit. And so here we are, I'm at that event and I just have this itch, nudge. And I thought to myself, okay, how do I do this? Where do I do this? I go to that same restaurant and they charge a thousand dollars just to rent their room, not even the food. And I went, okay. Yeah, I can do that like but if nobody comes <laughs> right and so I called Christina asked her if she'd just do a call with me right and this is the sign so to me your signs can show up as numbers eighty eights or fifty fives or 111 or 1111 or birds or cardinals or license plate whatever so this one was Christina It was a human that I got on the phone I said Christina I have this idea I feel like I'm copying you it's like you're doing this event and I said but I want to do it kind of with my own spiritual flair right and I want to bring women you know of all ages right because I think I'm attracting more of the 40s 50s and 60s and I want to do it in Oakville and honestly she just went do it do it you know Christina it's like just do it and I went okay but blah blah and she went do it it'll be awesome do it and that's what I needed I needed that little nudge, that little, Binu just do it. And she had like, you know, people say you can borrow somebody else's belief. I borrowed her belief because it's so interesting because now I sit here, I'm like, of course I can do this. Of course people will come because you're here in front of me. Wait till I do the next one. I'm going to go through the moment. <laughs> so it was interesting. So that story is like, sometimes we just need, so the nudge was, had the idea, then the nudge, okay, just ask Christina how to do this just to speed this along. Do I how much do these places cost, right? And honestly, what she said to me was, start by finding places that don't charge you for the space. Like, that's the best way to start. And then, I don't know, I happened to walk in here and I knew Colleen worked here, I liked the store, I knew an event was here. And Susan met me for coffee and she was so amazing. And she was like, know, I want people to use my space for events, that's what she envisioned. And she was like, you know, just pay for my staff to be here. I'm like, I love you, okay. Right, so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, you know, for all of those things. So those breadcrumbs, you know, some people say, it's like follow those intuitive breadcrumbs, those spiritual breadcrumbs and it'll lead you forward. But we actually have to step in, right? So let the fear, the imposter syndrome, the doubt, the lack of confidence, be your sign that there's something bigger there for you to step into. Thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate you listening. If this episode resonated with you and you wish to speed up your growth, feel free to check out my programs and services. Just go to my website, bnew.ca. And if you know someone else who is seeking more meaning in life and could use some inspiration and high vibes along the way, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world. And it goes a long way if you take a few seconds right now and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful.